Yes! Yes, once again, it is time, dear listener, for another exciting edition of Politics and Pro Wrestling. My name's Gavin. What's up? I'm Mark. What's up, Mark? (laughs) We are on the road to WrestleMania. Can you believe it? I know. I really can't. It's already WrestleMania again. Yeah, that's insane, man. It's crazy. A year ago, it was the start of the pandemic. And they were seemingly doing something really stupid by having WrestleMania. They did so at the Performance Center. But here we are a year later, and they're getting ready to rock out with 25,000 people (laughs) at Raymond James Stadium. It was the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Florida is being Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Mark, last year, WrestleMania was too big for one night. Uh, Is it it's too big again, I guess, for one night? Yeah, it's like nine nights. That's crazy. That's right. There were nine. Is it nine? Was it nine consecutive? Are we in the middle right now of nine consecutive nights? Of yeah. wrestling the so f- leading t- up to WrestleMania. Tonight's the Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh. Then tomorrow and Thursday are NXT TakeOver. It's NXT TakeOver night one and NXT TakeOver, excuse me, night two on Thursday. Then SmackDown is Friday. Wow. Then WrestleMania night one Saturday. WrestleMania night two Sunday. And then Monday Night Raw <laughs> on Monday. Mark, I must have blacked out a second ago. You said there's going to be 25,000 people at Raymond James Stadium. Raymond T. James Stadium, I believe. Oh, oh, (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that shows me. Is that and that's that's each night 25,000? No, idiot. That's just for mania. No, that's what I meant for me. But both nights of mania, oh. <laughs> because it's too big for one night again. Which is I thought you meant every single event between now and the end of time. Vince wishes. <laughs> Sorry, I went into boss time without the music. That's I, oh, we we. I that's apologize. Up. I like it. Yeah, I like it though. I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> I find it difficult to talk about to break kayfabe when talking about WWE right now because it's just so stupid. Right. Well, you'll have a chance in boss time where we, we try to get through where we will try to get through the WrestleMania card. <laughs> you will <laughs> without breaking kayfabe. You're going to defend each decision. And we should tell you, the listener, that neither Mark or I have looked at the official card uh, for WrestleMania yet. So I have no idea what the matches are. What I'm going to do is pop open the list and I will we will I think we'll open each one like a Christmas present and then judge it harshly. <laughs> I don't know. Like like I, a couple of spoiled brats. I'm sure the lineup is phenomenal. I don't know. Like I, I honestly I don't know enough about what's going on in WWE right now to uh, to make a an honest uh, assessment of any kind. So I'll leave it to you and see if you can do it all without, you know, <laughs> breaking. Um, yeah, we've got some bad booking coming up. We've got some when wrestling gets real. Oh, yeah, I have a good. Oh, <laughs> this, man. One, this one's yeah. a personal story. It's <laughs> uh, wild. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm, I think I'm in a feud with a FedEx delivery person, which is not. I don't know. We'll get to it. And uh, of course, we'll cop cap things off with the NEWS from AEW. But first, uh, 
Mark, this morning I got my first dose of the vaccine at Raven Stadium. I'm sorry, uh, Raymond T. Bank Stadium. No, M&T, <laughs> M&T Bank Stadium. Um, I got a stick. Mariner and Trust. Mariner and Trust Arena. No, wait, no. Uh, Mariner and Trust Bank Arena. Well, uh, stadium. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, welcome to Baltimore, everyone. Um, I got a sticker. Did you get a sticker when you got your vaccine? So you and I each have our, I should start off by saying, you and I each have our first doses, but I'm the only one with a sticker that says I got vaccinated, which is a lie because I'm only halfway vaccinated. <laughs> now that I, I, just re- I didn't get a sticker, I got a flyer with some information and that's it. So when did you go? When did you get your uh, first dose? I can't remember. Uh, Friday, last Friday. Friday. And you went to Six Flags. Yep. So uh, I read, I pre, uh, sorry, I pre-registered online and I, of course, selected Baltimore and then Six Flags as the second option because that was mm-hmm. the second closest mass vaccination site. And I got a text message um, and it was like, hey, we have an appointment. It wasn't literally, it didn't say that verbatim, but they're like, <laughs> hey, we have an appointment. It's on this What's day up, at this Mark? time. We have an appointment. <laughs> yeah. Is that this day at this time, it's Six Flags. If you say no, then there are two other options. I said, no, is one of those options that you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. (laughs) So I said, no, the the second option was we have this appointment available at six flags. And it was like four days later. So I was like, well, shit, I better take it because the third option is going to be like (laughs) a month from now. (laughs) And the fourth option is just get COVID. Yeah. That's all right. So what was it like? Um, I'm, I guess they didn't, have any roller coasters running is six, six flags <laughs> not isn't open that was the vaccine vaccination site like in a parking lot or something yeah and it was there were a lot of cars it was drive through and there oh, were a lot of you didn't even have to get out of your car no it was. you could just listen to the war on drugs and just <laughs> chill out in your car until it was your turn yeah shit why didn't i think about that i mean the whole thing was a little surreal <laughs> though oh uh, yeah it would because they were like, I don't know why I didn't listen to live drugs. That would have been the perfect setting for it. My car is such a kick-ass system too. Yeah. Oh, and I could have just annoyed the shit out of everybody just like in the cars next to me. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Are you going back there for your second dose? Yep. So yeah, you still have something to look forward to. Still have time. <laughs> but it was strange. It was just there were so many cars. And um, there were National Guardsmen there, and they had these big white tents that reminded me of the movie Outbreak. Mm-hmm. And you just snake through. It was like waiting in line for a shitty ride, and you just <laughs> snake through the parking lot. And eventually, some guy comes up and doesn't really talk to you and just sort of asks for some random information. And then 45 minutes later, you get closer and Somebody else comes up and asks for some random information, and then you get the shot. And by the time I got the shot, I was just like, oh, God, just get me out of here. And I looked at the lady, and she was like, which arm do you want it in? I'm driving my car, and she's standing <laughs> at, the, at the driver's side window. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. Whichever one's easier for you. But like, 
And so how do you yeah, what would you say if you said I want it in my right arm? Do you just like <laughs> right. unbuckle your seatbelt and like get up and then like turn around to face the back of the car, but put your <laughs> knees on the chair and like and, and then just like stick your arm out? <laughs> so you're like this, like this. <laughs> yeah, that's I thought it was a really strange question. That is and so I was just like, you know, I don't know, whatever one's easier for you. And so she's like, well, all right, um, she's going to come up and give you the shot. So then this woman, another woman came up and, and gave, administered the shot. And I looked at her and I was like, do you have trauma from stabbing people all day long? That was your question <laughs> to the person who was about to stick a needle in your arm? Yeah. <laughs> and she just looked at me and said, yep. Oh. <laughs> and then just gave me the shot. But we both kind of chuckled. Kind so. of chuckled. Oh, chuckled through the pain. Oh, no. Gladys was not in the mood for my shit. <laughs> she saw you coming a mile away. Yeah, just a fucking white idiot driving an Audi. <laughs> like Homer Simpson at the boat show. Well, do you come with the boat? Oh, you. <laughs> the car. I'm sorry. It was the, it was the car. It wasn't the boat show episode. Don't at me. <laughs> uh that's yeah that sounds pretty wild so no roller coasters afterward you don't get like uh the option to uh, get out of your car and ride a roller coaster nope just got the joy of 301 traffic on a friday afternoon oh geez <laughs> yeah well i went down to uh the stadium where the ravens play today and uh it was the same thing uh pulled in everything was was uh, very surreal. Uh, the first thing was that I noticed were the giant signs that just said vaccine with a arrow mm. pointing. And it's just like, yeah, I, we've been living it. But just seeing it in literal bold type like that is is really kind of unsettling. <clears throat> uh, yeah. National Guardsmen uh, and women also guards people. They're still called National Guardsmen. Get sorted out, National Guard. Guards they. Yeah, be more inclusive. So we, uh, uh, the National Guards people, uh, that's a, that's a mouthful. Uh, like we're very helpful and uh, kind of pushed uh, me toward where I needed to go. It's like I'm confused and overwhelmed. What do I do? I'm like, oh, just you're fine, just this way. And everything went really quickly. It was uh, just a long line that just kept moving. Everybody was staying about six feet apart. But it was the first time I had been around that many people since before the pandemic started. And it was really weird. I didn't like it. I was I felt myself getting kind of anxious and I was ready to leave. I didn't like um, it, things were moving and it was still sort of outside. But just because it has been so unusual, uh, it was just like this red flag going off in my brain. Um but uh, I checked in and um, uh, they gave me a, like they had this interesting system where you go in, you show them your ID, they log you in uh, and then you continue down like through the concourse past all of the closed uh, concession stands and merch stores. And uh, there's someone there just handing out iPads and on the iPad, I have to do my whole check in thing and, and tap everything and it's done. And I hand the iPad back and then they let me go to the the. The, the actual place where the vaccines uh, happen, which was up at club level. So we take the elevator, the escalator up to club level. And it's like, you know, everything looks like a regular stadium until you open up the doors. And it's like in a really fa it looks like a 
really fancy airport. Like, you know how, like, <laughs> uh-huh. you have... I've like, been up those, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course you have. So, you know, <laughs> all of, I've been up there before, too. And this is a this was my second time to Raven Stadium, my second time up at club level. Uh, I didn't get a vaccine last time, but um, <laughs> all of the bars. So, you know, have like they have all these bars that are sort of like these islands in this massive area. And you got the vaccine after the game the first time. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't get it in the off season. <laughs> it just didn't make sense. But the bars were all converted into the vaccination prep stations. So like they had the signs for Miller Lite everywhere and sliders, and you just saw all of these healthcare workers uh, filling up syringes and putting them into yellow uh, plastic bins that they were taking to all of these tables every all throughout the uh, the club level where people were getting shots administered, and it was it's just it was it was very strange. Um, I too also tried to strike up a conversation with the woman who was about to stab me in the arm. Um, <laughs> just asking her like, about how many of these have you done by now? And she said like, uh, over a hundred, like don't, but she was, she was, she was very pro the actual shot itself, um, was maybe the most painless shot I've ever gotten. I didn't. Yeah. Feel- Is your arm sore? It is just now starting to get sore. I just I just touched it. I'm like, oh, yeah, there. That's, that's starting mine, to get sore. Mine was basically sore like immediately after. Oh, yeah? Well, I guess I'm just tougher than you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, then I waited my 15 minutes uh, and then peaced out. And I go back on the 27th, 427. I just missed it by one week. <laughs> I go back on the, I think the 23rd or 24th. Oh, so close. How great would it be to celebrate 420 with a v- your second dose of the vaccine? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, so soon we're going to be able to record in person again. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it looks like we're turning the corner. The light is the e- at the end of the tunnel. All of the other cliches and tropes. Uh well, we are. I mean, a significant portion of the population has just decided that they're going to ignore all the warnings. Well, you know, it's their journey. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I heard uh, on uh, NPR. I was listening to NPR today. On NPR, I heard a heard a report uh, that there's a potential for a fourth fourth wave or a fourth surge because of people doing things like. I don't know, going to WrestleMania in Florida. <laughs> and is, all it of the, is it time? It might is be it time. time. It might be time. Is, uh, hold on. If I'm on the right window, it's time. What? Oh, my. Could it be? It is. It's Dallas time. Just when I thought she couldn't lose any more class. This is despicable. Wow. <laughs> it's boss time. Uh, it's WrestleMania week. WrestleMania, uh, where <laughs> Mark will not break kayfabe. Uh, What's kayfabe? What? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mark. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Protect the business. Uh, WrestleMania 37. 37. I'm one year older than WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you? Is that on on Monday? Is your birthday right? Yeah, that's the year that you turn one year older than WrestleMania. Oh my God, I'm one day older than WrestleMania. One day, <laughs> one day younger. Oh yeah, one day younger. Well, yeah. So it's is it how close? Wait, I I don't know why I've never thought about this, but is Wrestle well WrestleMania is usually earlier, right? I feel like it's usually like the first week in April, but I don't know no. that um, out it's of respect to your birthday? it's usually like the first weekend in April, but, or the last week in March. But I think with Easter, um, the WWE is just mm. a respectful organization was uh, mm-hmm. respecting the, the portion of the WWE universe that observes either Easter uh, and or Passover. And so it did not, you know, want to interfere with the universes, um, those in the universe that are religious. Yeah. Uh, Vince doing the job for uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jobbers I know, for Jesus. I don't know why you are being smart about this. I mean, they're just a respectful organization oh, you're right. You're right. with <laughs> utmost <laughs> morals. My mistake. I forgot who I was talking to. Uh, Mark, how excited are you for WrestleMania 37? Uh, Once again, too big for one night. Uh, Do you think it's do you think two nights is enough? I no, it's not. This is this is the most jam packed WrestleMania there has ever been too big for for one night. It is quite (laughs) possibly too big for two nights also. It it is nearly deserving of three nights. It actually could be the equivalent of each night for each <laughs> match on the card because each match is a main <laughs> WrestleMania worthy Wrestle main of WrestleMania main event worthy match. It's a lineup full of main events. A main so, event equivalent. <laughs> That we are blessed with two blessed. nights of main events. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it's kind of hard to uh, hard to hard to uh, see the two nights of the showcase of the immortals as being uh, anything but a, a great thing. Vince with is fans just... for the first time in over a year. There will be fans at a WWE event. How do you feel about that? What's there to not get excited about seeing those beautiful round faces in the audience again? 25,000 people. <laughs> Do you think that's enough? They're, no. The stadium can hold like 68. Oh. All right. Well, I guess it's, uh, it is. They, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just, you know, I, I just, I think it's important to recognize in these uh, tumultuous times that, um, WWE is adhering to all Mm -hmm. advice from local health officials. They have implemented the most rigorous standards under that guidance by the Florida local health officials. And as, as, as I just said, the same can hold nearly 70,000 people and it's a 25. I mean, it's only going to be 25,000 people there. So it's at a third capacity and even Fauci himself that, Conspiracy theorist Fauci recently said that the uh, summer sun actually kills COVID particles like within Fuck 30 off. minutes. What no, I, I'm serious. Wait, what? Se- yeah, I don't well, know. If it outside was- of the human body. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, like it, so, it, is, so it's less oh, transmissible. So you just All you need to do is just 
uh, let all of your blood be out in the sun. Well, <clears throat> there he was. I, I believe it's the airborne particles, and I think that that is oh. in in that. Um, and that was being measured by the uh, soy boy beta cuck son of the <laughs> New England liberal elite portion of the of this country. So when it gets to the real alpha son in Florida, <laughs> COVID, COVID is not going to spread at all in that stadium because that alpha son is going to beat the COVID down. Oh, that's so, Florida has no problem with COVID. <laughs> not I see. Not if you just choose to believe it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when you put it that way, it seems so, so simple. Well, uh, look, you know, there's there. It, who's to say that the numbers are accurate? We don't know how this data is being collected, and we don't know <laughs> who's recording the are data. People, but hold, hold on, I, pause. I, I, are people I, still saying that? People, well, I don't still, know. Sorry. I'm oh, pause. Pause. <laughs> yeah, pause. Are, are people still like? Still? I'm saying it. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. All right. Yes. Pe- pe- yes. No. People. People are definitely s- still saying that. And you can just say with, the phrase "people are saying" before anything. <laughs> with with good reason, you know. It's uh, WWE is all about freedom, and what better way than uh-huh. to to um, promote freedom than to allow your universe a <laughs> safe environment to be free once again, to be uh-huh. released from the captivity that are, um, the lockdowns <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> where, where people have all they've, all they have to help them get through the, the last part of this, uh, uh, pandemic is nine nights of fucking WWE. Yeah. Nine fucking awesome. That's what I meant. Of- That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Mark. <laughs> Mark, are you ready? You've said that each one of these matches, uh, there have only there have been only twelve <laughs> matches announced um, each night. Uh, do you know how long each night of WrestleMania is? I don't actually have that information here. I'm really asking. I believe, if I recall correctly, last year was used, uh, like see. three and a half hours each night. I think. Uh, Three and a half or four is both nights of action begin at 8 p.m. Streaming exclusively on Peacock for four ninety five a month. Well, what a deal. You know, just just like eight years ago, WrestleMania was seventy five dollars on a pay-per-view. And now they're practically giving it away for free. Once again, yeah. Once again, just demonstrating how generous Vince is to uh-huh. the WWE universe. Yes. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Mr. McMahon. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> uh, are you ready? Are you ready? Um, yes. There's going to be a, and this is all new to me too. Like I said earlier, each one of these is a gift I'm opening. The first one. Are you ready? Triple threat match. For the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Now, absolute main event quality match. This match uh-huh. is going to be amazing. On on the one hand, you have the uh, 
chief of the bloodline, the chief Samoan, Roman Reigns, who's just been on a rampage since he has returned to the main roster under the management of Paul Heyman, who, as we know, (laughs) from managing Brock Lesnar to championship after championship and to managing CM Punk to the one of the longest runs as as a WWE champion. Paul Heyman knows how to bring out nothing but ruthless aggression <laughs> from the wrestlers that he manages. And Roman Reigns is no different. And he has just been on a rampage. And <laughs> then, of course, there's Edge. What an amazing, remarkable story. This man had come back from an injury that nobody thought he would ever be able to recover from, that nobody thought that he would be able to do what he is doing. But he came back and he came back in a fury at the Royal Rumble over a year ago. And he uh, he proved in WrestleMania last year that he's not back just for as a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. He has unfinished business and he is he is. Uh, poised with this opportunity now at WrestleMania 37 to finish that business, to to complete his journey and to fulfill one of the, if not the greatest comeback in professional um, sports entertainment history. And then there's Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Out of nowhere, Daniel Bryan, almost as if he was entirely forgotten, almost okay. as if... I'm getting nobody (laughs) almost as if every single person in the WWE universe forgot just how good Daniel Bryan is in the ring, Mm -hmm. just how diverse of a wrestler he is and how he can take down his opponents in a multitude of ways. And so Daniel Bryan did what Daniel Bryan does. And he proved himself by going out there every (laughs) single night and giving it everything and proving once again that he is worthy of this spot. And were it not for Edge, were it not for Edge losing his cool when he was the special enforcer at the championship match between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at Fastlane, Daniel (laughs) Bryan would be champion right now because Roman Reigns tapped out. Roman Reigns tapped out of Fastlane. But... Edge missed it. We all saw it. Edge did not. So don't tell me Daniel Bryan does not belong in this match. He made Roman Reigns tap out. When has Roman Reigns ever tapped out? That might be the first time Roman Reigns has ever been tapped out. This match has the potential to go down as one of the greatest main events to WrestleMania ever. Mark, I don't know if you heard, but Roman Reigns said he wasn't tapping out. He was using Morse code to signal Paul Heyman. Very That's clever. An actual uh, thing he said in an interview. That. Well, still, really, I, I really thinking outside the box that Roman Reigns. I, I still stand by that is I wasn't I didn't take that into consideration, but I still stand by everything I said about Daniel Bryan because he absolutely deserves to be in this match. He may. OK, so he mm-hmm. didn't tap out Roman <laughs> Reigns. I see it now. I see it. He's, Roman Reigns still has never tapped out. And, you know, in any event, Edge missed it. And th- that thing is just part of the sport. You know, there are there are blown calls <laughs> in every other sport. So, you know, wrestling professional uh, entertainment is no different. And um, professional sports entertainment, yeah, whatever it is. But anyway, so <laughs> this has this has the 
absolute potential to be one of the greatest main events ever. Well, it, it was my mistake starting at the top of the card. I will save the other. <laughs> I just realized, oh, why did I just do that? I'll save the other main event for last. Let's get through some of these others because we got 11 more to go. Okay. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do, do a well, couple that, of these rapid fire style. That was the main event. So it <laughs> was the main event. Okay. You mean Couldn't Kevin Owens versus that. Sami Zayn isn't uh, main event worthy? Now, these two also have shown time and time uh-huh. and time and time and time and time <laughs> and time and time and time again. <laughs> they sure have. How good they are when they are competing against each other in the ring. So some are saying it's been too many times. Well, some are idiots. <laughs> oh, OK, fair. Fair enough. So. You're going to tell me you're going to tell me that. OK, go back to some of their matches that they've had in NXT between KO and Sami Zayn and tell me that they couldn't <laughs> main event WrestleMania. Oh, Holy no, I, shit. Yeah. They would bring the fucking house down. That's basically so, that's all I think I've ever wanted from wrestling. That's why it has never happened. See, night one main event. Let's go on to the next one. Okay. We have two. We've talked about two main events so far. <laughs> oh, I see. Intercontinental Championship. Big E versus Apollo Crews. <clears throat> so this is just a true heavyweight matchup. This is this is going to be brutal. Now, of course, Big E has has some size on Apollo. But I mean, I would never sell Apollo short in terms of of just brute strength. So while Biggie might have some size, I think their power is just going to be about equal. And this one is just going to be an all out absolute fucking brawl and um, absolute main event potential. Main event quality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I Uh, might be most excited for anything except for fighting. Except for my heart, this one might be the most <laughs> that the uh-huh. the match that I am most excited about. Cesaro, Cesaro, okay, <laughs> versus Seth Rollins yes. at WrestleMania. That's that's an unbelievable that that match just has unbelievable potential. That is the dream match everyone has always wanted. And and you're going to tell me that everyone wouldn't want that to main event WrestleMania. So so far we've talked I about didn't five match. Exactly. I didn't want that. So, so far we talked about five matches. All five could main event WrestleMania. It might surprise you to know or that four we matches. talked about four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. Another championship match. The United States Championship. Uh, Matt Riddle versus, or it just says Riddle. Is he, does he just go by Riddle now? I think anyway. that that's probably just an abbreviation. Okay, good. Because that would be kind of dumb matt riddle versus sheamus this is two generations colliding (laughs) on the grandest stage of them all i mean sheamus i i understand that people don't fully appreciate his style but (laughs) sheamus is just one of the um elites in terms of just being a pure physical powerhouse wrestler that can dish out punishment and take it it's never pretty it's never pretty either way, but just an absolute powerhouse of, of a wrestler. And then on the other hand, you have 
Matt Riddle, who is dynamic, just a dynamic individual, dynamic personality and dynamic wrestler. And much like Daniel Bryan uh, can take down an opponent in multiple ways, defeat an opponent in multiple ways. But (laughs) unlike Daniel Bryan, uh, I think a bit more aggressive, a bit more of a uh, knockout artist in comparison to Daniel Bryan. Yes. And barefoot, just just versatile. And I mean, I think that his speed is going to overwhelm Sheamus. Mm-hmm. I would expect I would expect Matt Riddle to to carry um, to carry the strap beyond this match, have his WrestleMania moment. This would absolutely be uh, a wonderful main event to night one. <laughs> That's, so that would be five so far five main events. Okay, uh, this next one. Um, I I didn't know this was happening. I feel like there's a lot I don't know about this match and you might need to fill me in on. But there's going to be a steel cage match between Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Shane O'Mac is wrestling at the Showcase of the Immortals again. Okay, this uh, this one, this one is very difficult to talk about. Oh, I, I have to say I don't I don't really care for the angle that Shane McMahon has taken in terms of how he's promoted himself going into this match. I understand he, he is a McMahon. I understand <laughs> that that is naturally going to lend itself to being given a little more leeway compared to other people on the roster. But I do think um, attacking Braun Strowman, uh, essentially calling him mentally, um, mentally deficient, and oh, he potentially, did, huh? yeah, and it's uh, it's well, just in cool. It's just in poor taste. But I have to, I have to wonder, and I have to suspect because I mean, Shane McMahon is a father of three children, I believe, and he <laughs> is a McMahon who, as we have talked about before, are very generous people. At least the patriarch is a very generous individual, right? His father is is widely known as being a great <laughs> example of uh, of how to be a, a father. And I would, I would be shocked if the apple did fall far from the tree. And so I I believe that while, while the tactic I think is, uh, greatly (laughs) offensive, I think the, um, uh, the effect of it is, is more indicative of Shane understanding. He is very, very out, outmanned and outgunned in this match. Um, and Braun Strowman, um, won the opportunity to name his stipulation for the match, and he's he's named a steel cage as a stipulation. And yeah, I think Shane is is probably in for it. But you know, he's Shane is Shane is clever, and I just I just have to wonder if he's gonna if he's gonna recover from the corner that he is painted himself into here. But um, yeah, that that one could co main event night one along with the uh, Matt Riddle. Shameless match. Okay, right. So we've got six main events so far. That's pretty good. Um, uh, oh, this one. I th- this one looks great to me, and I don't even know what's going in. I just know the two competitors, the Raw Women Women's Championship, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. That's going to be a badass match. Do I even need to go into no, go into that? That's, I agree right away just by who's in it. That's main event. Yep. That, and that's a shoot. Um, <laughs> yep. Let's see. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. This one is exactly <laughs> what the WWE universe 
and former members of the WWE universe that may have decided that um, another brand of wrestling is better suited for them. The mm-hmm. Fiend Randy Orton match is precisely projected, projecting insects and vermin. Those fans that like that. No, is that this mean? is this is this is different. This one is so much weirder. It's it's really difficult to explain, and it's it's so much has happened. We could spend oh. probably at least an hour talking about it because this has been a long journey for these two to get to to get to this point. And um, I can't say that's probably even going to be much of a wrestling match, but that's. Uh-huh. making it no less deserving of the spotlight that it should be in because this is the culmination of literally quite literally something that many 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 wrestling fans have been clamoring for at WWE to do and this is precisely it nice so you're saying that's the eighth uh main event yes exactly so okay uh <laughs> can't i can't argue with that <laughs> Uh, next up is the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Mark, uh, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. When have the New Day ever had a bad match? Never. They've never had a bad match. I'm presuming this is going to be Xavier Woods and... Um, Kofi. Kofi Kingston, sorry, I, my brain. It's that I have co I have vaccine brain. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be the two of them since Big E is in the IC Championship match. Yeah, and um, the wild card here is Omos because we we just are beginning to see mm-hmm. a little of what what he's capable of doing, and whew, it is vicious. So, and you pair him with AJ Lee, who can go toe to toe with anybody. AJ Styles. <laughs> that again. <laughs> it's wishful booking. <laughs> Every time it would be amazing. AJ booking. Lee, yeah. AJ Lee versus so, and almost versus the new day. I believe it's again main event quality. Yep. I uh, I uh I think that actually would be a really good match too. Also, SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. That sounds badass. I've, I don't even, we just don't even need to Again. talk about that. Yeah. Like the men's match needed some selling because right. one, there's there's three of them. So mm-hmm. I wanted you to know just why each one is deserving. But I mean, you just say the names, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, and that's all you need to say because those names carry so much weight and credibility that match is going to be nothing short of one of the greatest matches ever in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah. And that seems like a pretty even split Two women's matches to 10 men's matches announced. That seems good. Uh, Jesus. Uh, 50 50. Um, yeah, in terms WWE of WWE Championship main events, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I don't know that people are going to be ready for this type of violence. <laughs> uh, three man band alum Drew McIntyre. He cut this promo on Raw this past week where he talks about his commitment to to 
being the champion and how during this time between now and last WrestleMania, mm-hmm. his mom had cancer and she's she lives in Scotland and she was getting chemo. And oh, during the pandemic, <clears throat> during the pandemic, and she was insistent on him not coming to see her and staying, um, you know, staying, oh, staying on, on his journey. Oh, God, and, that's gotta be rough. And he almost started crying during, during the promo. And it was just this moment that was, um, oh, showing some vulnerability. Yeah. But to say that he's not going to go out there and just, fight to the death who that thing and bobby lashley is just man he is just on a mission and um these are oh, yeah. two warriors colliding and that one is going to be a battle for the ages agreed and i'm saving what the what i think might be the biggest of uh, the main events for last. may i May I may I just go into it without even without you even saying it? You know I, it. It's it's you. You are fans are clamoring yeah. for it, uh, and I, I know that it's it's the match that you're most hyped for. Yeah, go ahead. You take it away. Latin pop rap sensation, the Bunny, versus mm-hmm. Mike Miz Mizanin. That's not his name, Mizanin. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It's it's his name now. The Bunny, uh huh. Versus Bad no Bad Bunny. The Bunny bad wrestles bunny. for AEW. Bad Bunny versus uh-huh. the Miz. Bad Bunny versus the Miz. Two of the biggest superstars mm-hmm. in the entire world, across <laughs> all all pop culture. Across all mediums, all uh-huh. form of anything, yeah. literature, yep. scholar, <laughs> philosophers, science. <laughs> science, Bad Bunny and The Miz Acting. are uni- are universally known and beloved throughout the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> and these two are going to put on an amazing show. At WrestleMania. Well, those are the 12 main events we know so far. And remember, kids, the action begins at 8 p.m. Streaming exclusively on something called Peacock. (laughs) How'd I do? (laughs) Oh, that was wow. You sold it. You sold it. Uh, each and every one of those 12 main events. I'm actually pretty excited about most of them. I think they're yeah. pretty good matches. Yeah. But they're like, probably going to add like eight more and they're going to be really stupid. Oh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is mm. one of them. Yeah. And, and it's not clear what night uh, some of these matches are going to be. Uh, so you just got to tune in both nights. Um, Mark, uh, have you subscribed to Peacock? I don't know. Maybe. You, you I'll do it before Sa- I'll do it before Saturday and give you our password. Oh, okay, I might I might watch. I don't know. I mean, they I mean, do it have is, it is WrestleMania. They do have but, the Office on Peacock, and there's a uh, some um, extra content that I haven't seen. So, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I get that's it. Worth, that's worth five bucks. It's it's, it's very funny. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Ah, it is WrestleMania, but on the downside, it is WWE. <laughs> Just a fucked up company. Oh, boy. Yep, with amazing talent. Yeah. Um, but hey. It's like every other sports franchise. So that's actually some good bu- booking, I think. WrestleMania sounds like those, <laughs> those are going to be some good matches. Uh, I'm a little skeeved out about 25,000 people all hanging out. Uh, but, you know, that's their choice. It's their freedom. They can do whatever they want, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, hey, best of luck to everyone involved in their future endeavors. Um, Mark, Let's, uh, you want to do some bad booking? Well, I was kind of thinking I want to hear uh, your story about the uh, your fight with the FedEx guy. Oh, you want to hear a little when wrestling gets real? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have a snappy sound for it, so just when wrestling gets real. When wrestling gets real. Perfect. Mark, uh, you ever have you ever have a, a package delivered to your house by a, a, by pop, a shipping yeah. company? Every now and then. Yeah, there's this company. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're called Federal Express. Uh, Yes, I've been a FedEx customer upon occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, you know, you know how how like, I don't know, it seems like like every house in America now has a like a a ring doorbell camera or a nest camera, you know, just like to keep an eye on like what's going on outdoors when you're indoors. I'm aware of the nanny state. Yes. Yeah. 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 And how we like, we like to really watch how all of our packages are delivered. Uh, (laughs) It's not enough to just hear the dog bark to let you know that a package has been delivered. You just have to see it for yourself uh, to decide whether or not it's worth getting up off the couch and getting that package now or maybe later. And if it gets stolen, this is going to be the end of the world. (laughs) I don't know. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching TV <laughs> during a pandemic. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I, uh, I, I have one of those uh, those cameras, and I use this shipping company, and I order um, to my house dog food because, again, like I said, dog that barks. Um, <laughs> normally, I go out into the world. We have a great local pet store. I like to use. Uh, quite honestly, I could go and just get that. I think at this point I'm leaning on the pandemic as an excuse to be lazy and just have the (laughs) food shipped instead of going to support a local business that is literally two blocks away. I'm terrible saying this out loud. I have an auto ship I need to cancel. Anyway, uh, FedEx delivered in conjunction with this pet food company, uh, sent me some pet food. And... Normally, when a package gets delivered, I don't know how it is around your neck of the woods, but they uh, they probably come up to your porch and uh, do some version of placing it down, maybe leaning it against the door, sometimes knocking or ringing the doorbell just to really, you know, piss off our pets. Yeah, it's really annoying, though, when they just like leave it out in plain sight like that's just yeah, that's careless. And quite frankly, it's um, it's concerning. And and um, I can't imagine the pressure that delivery people must be under 
Uh, not only because there are probably more packages being delivered now than ever because so many people have been at home, but just because of COVID itself, your job is to go out into the world and interact with people. And, you know, people aren't answering the if they have to sign for something that people aren't wearing their masks. You know, people. Come on. We've seen people. It's got to be it's got to be a. Uh, even more stressful job now. So sometimes I can kind of get, you might want to just blow off a little steam. Sometimes maybe you've just on top of like the normal bullshit around having a job, uh, when it's already high pressure, uh, and with COVID tossed into the mix, you're looking for an outlet for some of that frustration. And maybe you see that there's the dog food company's name is, is plastered all over a really nice hefty package that you just got. Uh, and uh, it's the end of your shift. And, uh, you know, everybody has a, a camera now, but it just doesn't matter because you're just at the end of your rope. Maybe you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta take this package and, uh, you just gotta hulk up for all like all little hulkamaniacs out there, rip your t-shirt off. Well, he didn't do that part, but, uh, I imagine, uh, he, he was hulking up in the uh, in in the van before he goes into the back, grabs the uh, dog food, comes halfway down the walkway to my porch, and just with with aim and precision that I kind of admire, <laughs> takes this box of it's full of canned cat food, nice heavy box, and it's like this under armed kind of like a under underhand. Uh, uh, bowling motion just tumbles end over end this box onto my porch and it just flips and lands perfectly right in front of my door. And he like kind of gave himself like a, yeah, nailed it kind of thing on his way back to his truck. So I posted the video onto Twitter as one does, because I mean, it was cat food. The cat food was fine. Uh, it was just like, damn, that's, that's like, no, it's sure. hilarious. There, it was. It went past the part of being. I couldn't be mad because it was so <clears throat> funny, um, and I was just posting it. And I think I said something like, "FedEx delivered some cat food at us today." <laughs> and I was just like, "This guy was just came. He started off at a hundred miles an hour, and it was like he was. It was like a, yeah, like it, that. That's how a wrestling feud w- would start. It, <laughs> like I should have come out and cut a promo on him." And it it felt like I think Orange Cassidy and uh, Chris Jericho had a feud going for something that was for less than that. <laughs> well, yeah, you offended him by making him deliver a box of uh, cat food. Yeah. And now we have you to fight at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that makes um, that makes it, leaving a package out in the open uh, very innocuous. Yeah, like, here's your dumb food for your dumb cats. Like, What'd you say about my cats? I'll see you in a steel cage. <laughs> That's uh, That would make more sense than the Shane McMahon-Braun Strowman match. Yeah. We're like, literally Ron, Shane Ron McMahon. Just, like, damage his canned cat food. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the food is fine. And FedEx reached out to me and they said, like, this shouldn't should never be delivered like this. And I said to FedEx, like, yeah, okay, it's, but it's fine. It's cat food. I'm sure you care about the well-being of my cat's food. Yeah. You should. The, the fact that I tweeted this <laughs> hilarious video that has been, it's been 
retweeted upwards of 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> or not certainly not care about the well-being of that driver that no. felt like he needed to fling the cat food right. onto your and front porch. I'm, and I'm sure, like, if I had made a stink about it, that FedEx would he would be fine. It would ju- they would just pull him aside and say, "Hey, man, are you okay? You you doing it? You have everything you need? Is there anything that we here at Federal Express can do for you, the individual driver? Because we care about the workers." No, they'd fire him <laughs> over fucking cat food. And I it's like I. I'm already uncomfortable with this conversation, like with them reaching out to me, but they pressed it and they said, okay, we just want your phone number and we will have a manager give you a call. I said, all right, fine. Here's my fucking phone number, FedEx. I can talk to the manager. Of course, nobody ever called me. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, these are the things I do for entertainment these days. Um, Yeah. Wrestling got, got, got real. So that was some good booking. Uh, do you want to do some bad booking? Yeah, let's see how far we get into this. Do you want to take a break and then do some bad? No, you know what? Let's just, we're already, wow, we're 53 minutes into this. Yeah. That, nice. It's Look okay it because we don't have, we won't be able to stomach much of this. So Greg, Greg Gutfeld, the double G. Uh, double who, G. Now, who, who is, is he again? I, I've he's seen a, his smirking face before. Yeah, he's a Fox News personality and... Uh, Oh, I forgot I'm not in boss time anymore. He's a... Right, yeah, don't defend this asshole. (laughs) He's just a dickbag that um, has this irreverent show on Fox News. And well, he used to host a show called Red Eye. I don't know if it's still on, but they would have like really terrible, snarky comedians and like these like... um, I don't know, just like kind of like D list personalities, the personality celebrities. I don't even know. It's, it was really hard to explain. And they would just kind of like have these, you know, hot takes about what's happening in the world. And it was mostly just huh. a lot of about how like, you know, we're losing, like people are just pussies is basically mostly what they talked about and Hilarious. how, and how stupid Democrats are. And, um, then he, like has written books and I think they're that, all like, was that their joke or it wasn't really a joke. It was just like, you know, it was dumb Democrats. And then everyone laughs and then, Oh, don't, like, don't worry. Oh, <laughs> we'll get, we'll get okay. a good taste for his humor soon enough. Oh no. Okay. So, um, and then he's written books and they're like how to uncancel cancel culture. And it's just like, uh, Gross. How, how to purposefully misunderstand something. Gutfeld. <laughs> yeah. So now he's hosting Fox News's response to late night comedy shows. And he had his first show last night. It's a, at 11 p.m. And it's, uh-huh. I don't know if it's a half hour or an hour, but it's going up against The Daily Show and maybe even Colbert. If it's an hour, then my God. The guests on the first episode were Kaylee McEnany. Oh, my God. Some uh, libertarian woman who got her started our barstool sports, Cat oh. Tempf. Yeah, Cat Tempf is her name. It's spelled Tempf. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then Tyrus, who we remember as Titus. No, not Titus. Who was he? Oh, Tyrus. Oh, right. He was the dinosaur guy that looked like Bowser, who wrestled with Tensai. <laughs> Yes. And like his his big move was doing a jump off the middle rope. He once said that like 
he doesn't get how the Attitude Era guys got women all the time because nobody's ever wanted to fuck him. He only like meets like fans' moms, and he like regrets not being part of the Attitude Era. Oh, that's his biggest regret in life. <laughs> yeah, wow. Tyrus. So this okay. is the this is the lineup on Greg Gottfeld's first night. Hilarious sounding. <laughs> yeah, when I when I think comedy, I think Kaylee McEnany. The problem with doing a a comedy show is that you have to have uh, writers, especially if it's going to be topical, you have to have smart writers that understand uh, current events because you have to have that baseline (laughs) fundamental understanding off of which to build the joke. Oh, you're already laughing. (laughs) Yeah, they have all of that. (laughs) Okay, good. Researchers. (laughs) So what you have sent me here is a uh, from the official gut felt. You are dying of laughing because of that. I can't wait. All right. Uh, the official Gutfeld. That's his real name. Most people when they like have a name like Gutfeld would change it to something if they're going in. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it is yeah. a comedy show. Oh, Gutfeld? so the clip I sent you is actually it's. It starts immediately after his graphic goes off screen, but the graphic like has, you know, gut felt and it's all in these big orange letters. And then over top of it is a slogan that says more vitamin C than an orange. What? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, does the C? Does the C stand for conservative? Is that the joke? Oh, shit. I don't know. All right. Because if it is, that's that's a long walk to get there (laughs) from what he actually said. All right. So you sent me a tweet. It's a video of his first monologue. Yes. Now the video is six six minutes long. From the six minutes. And this is every night? I guess. But we certainly don't need to listen to all six minutes. But No, we don't. (laughs) This is... A perfect example of some very bad booking. All right, here we go. Oh, no, Twitter doesn't want to play it. It's trying to save me from uh, <laughs> ourselves. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Got it. All right, here we are again. A brand new show and a brand new Greg. I'm as giddy as Kamala Harris explaining kids in cages. <laughs> what? <laughs> Or Woody Allen hearing about kids in cages. If you've been watching the GG show on Saturdays, welcome. If you love the five and felt the need for more GG, that's awesome. If you ended up here because you thought your TV was the microwave oven, it's good to see you, Mr. President. Your pizza will be warm in two minutes. And Hunter, he brought the extra cheese. What is this cheese? It's cocaine, I think. Oh. Okay. But like, I think the only people that are going to know that cheese is slang for cocaine are people that do cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, the microwave joke wasn't, I mean, wasn't, it was, it wasn't, it was just lazy, but you know, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden is old joke. Fine. Yeah. Okay. You all made a great choice. For proof, over at MSNBC, let's see what Brian Williams is up to right now. Good evening, I'm Brian Williams, and I am 
on Mars. Yes, I jumped on a chopper and now I'm on Mars. I've been here for a year now. I built a castle here made of mastodon carcasses and marshmallows. This is where I invented all the COVID vaccines, as well as penicillin, the smartphone, and fluffernutter. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> oh, oh, this is from that thing that happened six years ago. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Like you said, if you're going to do this type of show, you would need good writers that understand topical things. <laughs> this is their opening monologue talking about Brian Williams bullshit from six years ago. <laughs> Man, I sure feel owned. Right. Meanwhile, what's on CNN? You, sir. Are a racist, 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 white male racist. You're the racist. That's kind of funny. Because CNN does suck. Uh, That's from the Don Lemon Hour, who reports the news with the same look your mother gave you when she found weed in your sock drawer. (laughs) Yeah, I think I get it. I think I'm... I think one out of the six minutes is enough for me. I see what they're doing. It is. I'll just quickly tell you, it gets angry very quickly. He starts talking about baseball and basically the thesis is baseball is shit now and it's always been shit and it's shit and it will always be shit and it's shit. Yeah, America's pastime. <laughs> yeah. He actually says because uh the the MLB commissioner says something about like um I don't know, uh being representative of MLB's morals and values to move mm-hmm. the All-Star game. And he's like, the league that was once segregated is going to talk, lecture us about values. Well, there go his researchers again, really giving him that valuable information about the Negro League, which yeah. is a historical and important part. Uh, I'm sure he went into that. Well, and it's also like, who, who do you think are the people that were promoting the league being segregated? Yeah. Like... He would call Branch Ricky a soy boy beta cuck if he... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> if Branch Ricky was alive today. <laughs> like, Man, this, this monologue is just like drunk driving all over the place, <laughs> weaving all over the road. It's like just getting, just getting uppercutted by hypocrisy and bullshit nonstop. It sounds like the kind of thing that starts off like, okay, we'll make some jokes. And then by the end of the six minute, he's just screaming the N word. Right, closing this window. I can't even look at his stupid fucking face. It's um, not that far off from that. Hey, I mean, the viewers want what the viewers want on Fox he, news. He, ba- he calls all the late night hosts like completely irrelevant, soft, woke idiots. And okay. it was like, it was so angry. It just wasn't even, it wasn't even remotely funny. It was just so angry yeah. and victimized. Just like a fucking little snowflake losing his mind. It's almost like he's a real piece of shit, Mark. 
I can't go that long doing a, a boss time segment again because I can't break free of it. And I know it's got you because Fox News is so fucking close to WWE. And, I know. I and the way I think about them. St- well, it's a, <laughs> then you're on the right podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, that's that's almost. It's not quite as gross as WWE, but they're in that they're orbiting each other. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. WWE is not quite as gross as that, but they're whatever. I'm tired. It, see, I, it's made me dumber. <laughs> um, all right, Mark. Well, I got to we'll, we'll wrap up things up here with a little uh, Annie WS from AEW. I also don't have a theme song ready for it yet, so I'm just going to ring the bell. <laughs> All right, Mark. It's been uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania, but there is still uh, AEW out there doing AEW things. Uh, And I just wanted to talk. We haven't recorded in a little bit. There have been some amazing matches um, that Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa match. Mm, That was ridiculous. Incredible. That is still my current favorite match of this year. That's the match to beat. Yep. Mine, Um, too. Hands down. Uh, But last week on Dynamite, Christian, Christian Cage had his first match, um, defeated Frankie Kazarian. I like how AEW keeps putting some top names in this opening slot. They had Kenny Omega in that first slot in the beginning. I mean, sometimes, sometimes wrestling fans, when they get a little bit older, they get a little (laughs) sleepy, not second hour. And the next thing you know, they're awake and it's. In the middle of some movie from the 90s on TNT. It sets and the tone for the show. I don't know why. Like, we went, ye- like, years with watching wrestling shows open with 20-minute promos. They're still doing that. A few, <laughs> was it a couple of months ago or a month ago or something? I don't know. When we started recording again, I figured I would check in on Raw. And it took I, it took 24 minutes to get to the first match. <laughs> And when it got there, another thing that I can't, I I struggle with now is the camera action on WWE, the way that they, they always did, you know, the zooms and the shaking the camera and the constant cuts that AEW has these longer, more stabilized shots. You can actually see the wrestling, um, and that the, and, um, that the WWE, so much of the match comes from the camera movement and like they're. It's it, huh. it's interesting. I see a lot of like every punch is a zoom and they're just like giving yeah. giving it this extra thing with a camera motion. Um, it is super nauseating. Yeah. And AEW doesn't do that. Boy, am I I still I'm still working through some WWE issues. <laughs> some some uh, <laughs> I'm carrying some baggage from the years and years I've watched WWE. Um what else happened in that episode? Um, there's this weird storyline going on between Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall that I don't quite understand, but he turned on Cody and took a bunch of his students with him. It felt awkward. I felt like I was missing something, but yeah. um, I'm still into it. Let's see where it goes. Um, and um, I just have the Lucha Brothers or just awesome together Penta. or separate. Yeah, Penta is just one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, and I love uh, seeing them uh, have a great single. He and Ray Phoenix are both having great singles runs and come together to be the Lucha Bros, and they are great 
either way. I will yeah, watch Ray, any match with either one of them in it. Ray Phoenix, who do you have a singles match with this past week? It was um, just like ridiculous. I don't. Did he have one this past week or was it two weeks ago? Maybe it was two weeks ago. Well, he was in. Oh, he was in that. The uh, uh, oh, you don't know. He was in that tag match with the Lucha Bros. He was Kenny Omega oh, and the. Right. Oh, it was Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers with yeah. the, uh, Laredo Kid and Lucha Brothers. That match was great. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. I like them together. Yeah. You dub. Um, what else happened? Um, and uh, oh yeah, Chuck Taylor or and Orange Cassidy defeated Kip Sabian and Miro in an arcade anarchy match, which was basically just a hardcore match with a different name. <laughs> they didn't they had a like a really cheesy fake arcade machine that Miro picked up and threw at them at one point, but Yeah. Um, and they the still only- managed to make Miro look super strong. Yeah, uh, that was the only part of the match where I went, oh, come on. But it was still kind of funny. They were kind of leaning into the comedy and in, in some parts of that match. So, like, I didn't really care. The thing that blew my mind, I don't think I've ever seen in wrestling before. And I, that can't possibly be true because it seems so obvious is in this match, instead of thumbtacks, they scattered Legos <laughs> in the ring. And taking those bumps on the Legos made, like, gave me goose bumps, and I had to look away uh, in a way that thumbtacks, maybe I'm just desensitized to, but the <laughs> Legos seemed so much more brutal. I don't know. I was moving some plants around the other day, and we had this little cactus that just like had these really just really sharp pin needle oh no um things on it so i don't know the thumbtacks might be a lot worse did you did you stab yourself by mistake yeah but and it was literally yes it literally got me and i literally had to rip it out of my hand oh god you must have been as bloody (laughs) as Britt baker well i didn't bleed at all but (laughs) (laughs) no color weren't working with color And but it did hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, and then Dynamite ended with Sue returning with the minivan. Uh, and also Trent is now back from uh, from his injury. So it's good to see best friends reunited. Um, yeah, it was great. Um Outside of wrestling, Chris Jericho is going to appear on the WWE Network's Broken Skull Sessions on April 11th as part of the never-ending WrestleMania festivities. Uh, so we're going to get Jericho on WWE again. I think Vince and Jericho are just, like, super tight. Yeah. And um, um, people are, you know... Freaking out, I guess. I don't know. Wrestling fans like to say, like, oh, how is, how is, it's the forbidden door. He's going over. It's like he's just doing a freaking interview. There's so much Jericho content. Oh, there, there was before Peacock got it, I guess, available there. in the archives. I don't know. Who cares? It might be fun. It might not. It might be newsworthy. It might be all softball questions. So, Chris Jericho, if we were to ask you on a, on a scale from, uh, great to very great what was your experience like working for vince mcmahon and wwe and if you could rank (laughs) aew on a scale from 
terrible to shitty. Uh, how's that been? And those are your <laughs> only two choices, terrible or shitty. <laughs> Wasn't that like a, didn't Lou Dobbs have a poll about Donald Trump that would ask the question like that? Do you think he, he's doing a good doing- job or a great job? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. So, um, um, but I mean, that's it. It seems like AEW, they're still, uh, doing their thing. They've got dark elevator as, uh, as hangman Adam page called it. He, I like, he he has this gimmick going on uh, Twitter where he was promoting a match on dynamite, but it was actually on AEW dark elevation. And he said, okay, correction. I guess that match I just was in, isn't on dynamite we have some other show called dark elevator i don't know anyway watch it (laughs) i'm going to the bar so i like that he like can't even his gimmick is he can't keep up with all the shows either um (laughs) which i definitely can't but you know it's um wrestlemania week i guess they're just not being wrestlemania or not they're just doing their regular stuff um, and now they're the only wrestling show on Wednesday nights as NXT moves to Tuesdays. No, they're doing a, a house show Friday at Daly's Plaza because oh, the SmackDown has already been recorded. So there's no WWE event Friday night. Oh, and are they streaming it on YouTube or something? The house show? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's literally oh. just a house show. Oh, it's, it's like really dark. And Jacksonville is, you know, like two hours away from Tampa. Got it. All right. Well, wrestling fans got to wrestle. There are a ton of great events going on. WrestleMania week, wherever WrestleMania is, you get the indies all. It's like everybody comes. It becomes to the circus and it becomes this mega circus with all these little offshoot unofficial circuses around it. And I think that's a beautiful thing. One of the things I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug something happening at WrestleMania week in Tampa. If you can believe it, Mark, my buddy Greg is going to be the referee for a uh, a, a Leo Rush match. Uh, Leo Rush versus. Oh, no, I had it here and now I've lost it. Uh, anyway, Leo Rush is, has a match coming up. Um, no, that's the gut field link. Nope, that's I don't. <laughs> No, where it is. Boy, am I prepared. Uh, Leo Rush versus Low Key at VXS, which is um, a wrestling promotion that they they call themselves Violence and Suffering. Violence X Suffering. It's like a multiplication. It's the X. (laughs) You multiply violence and suffering and you get VXS. Uh, Tampa... On uh, So it's going to be at this event called Lucid Dreams Friday night, uh, April 9th at midnight at the Cuban Club in Tampa, Florida. Leo Rush versus Loki. Check it out. My buddy Greg is the referee. He will be officiating that match. Uh, this has been like a lifetime dream of his. He's been working his ass off at indie shows and uh, working his way up. And um, I'm excited for him. It's going to be streaming on fight tv uh i'm gonna dig into that i'm gonna stay up late dig into that and watch my buddy ref a match that's gonna be really cool i'm excited for him and excited oh yeah that. that's awesome and um yeah i think uh he 
I think we can get him on the show. We can uh, talk to him about his experience down there at WrestleMania week. I'm sure there's going to be some crazy stories as always. Hell yeah. Um, maybe get, um, but um, yeah. So that's uh, all I have. Mark, is there anything else you have as uh, we leave our fine listeners uh, to enjoy two nights of the showcase of the immortals? Just, just one quick thought when you were talking about, Jericho going on Broken Skull Sessions and people yep. like freaking out about it. It's just remarkable how much the wrestling, the pro, the international wrestling community has in common with the QAnoners and just how crazy they are <laughs> yeah. with their conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh my God. I, yeah. I don't know why I'd never really thought about it that way, but you're right. Every <laughs> time something happens in wrestling, everybody has a conspiracy theory. CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is why. I've no, read no, Car- he's been in secret talks with Vince all along, man. No, no, of course he's not just gonna. You think Vince is just gonna let CM Punk walk around and do interviews and say whatever he wants? No, man. This goes all the way to the top. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, uh, I'll give you the password for Mania. Oh yeah, to your Peacock account. <laughs> Yeah, it's my pretty boy count. <laughs> they really, Peacock really is like they, they really went with the first name they, they thought of, huh? I just can't imagine it uh, goes over with the crowd that thinks like <coughs> the country is too soft. <laughs> Can you imagine the, the meeting where it must have been like a meeting where the person who was supposed to pitch a bunch of different names for the network completely forgot. And he walked into his office and like, they're waiting for you in the conference room. And he says, what the meetings today? Yeah. And he's like putting his tie on and he's trying to like, but I don't, I don't have anything. Like, You'll get it. You'll nail it. You've been at this firm for years. You're our, you're our top marketing executive. Your ideas are all golden. You'll be fine. And he goes in and they're all looking at him like, all right, well, what's the name of our new streaming service going to be? And he's just looking around the room. He's like, uh, uh, and he sees the NBC logo. I'm like, uh, b- 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 Peacock. Cause it's part of the logo. And they all said, all right, fine. I don't need to hear anything else. That was gold. And they just (laughs) stuck with it. Like, we don't even need to ask anybody who's not in this room right now at this meeting whether or not that's a good sounding idea. Let's just do it. It worked for the HBO Max, guys. (laughs) All right. Maximum HBO. A friend of mine calls it Maximum HBO. And it it cracks me up every time. Well, Friday night, I guess I'm going to go see what's on Maximum HBO. Yeah, I'm going to watch Godzilla and Kong. I started watching it uh, and realized, like, oh, fuck. There's, like, already, like, there's two movies ahead of it with all these characters. And I think I got, like, ten minutes into it and thinking, I don't want to do homework for this. (laughs) (laughs) So let me know. Have you seen the other, like, there's a Kong Skull Island and, uh, some other Godzilla movie, which is unrelated to the other Godzilla movie that came out in 2014, which is unrelated to the other Godzilla movie that came out with Matthew Broderick back in like the nineties. I didn't know this skull Island one was related to this story. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need backstory. It's Kong. It's the Avengers of Godzilla. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. I'm not interested. (laughs) Yeah. That's, when I realized that like five minutes, I'm like, Oh, there's a whole, this is a whole thing. 
This is a whole it, thing. This it's like it's, I'm jumping into the third season of and I already it's like it's this is, is this worth it? I don't think that this is worth it. If Peter Jackson directed it, I would watch it. That was a good King Kong. It's which is unrelated to It's uh, the best King Kong. Dude, there's a uh, YouTube video so good. of um it's it's Peter Jackson filmed it using equipment from the time of the first King Kong and it's the dinosaur fight scene yeah. using like the 1935 special effects but i guess that fight scene was edited from the final cut of the original King Kong and that's why Peter Jackson remade it right it and is awesome i remember watching the original King Kong uh the original, original, right before watching uh, Peter Jackson's and the whole scene where they're on the boat and filming lines like Jack Black is running the camera. The lines that they're running are the lines from the original King Kong. Oh, really? All of these great callbacks to the original in uh, done like a really, uh, really nice way. Like it really showing um, without like hammering, like n- without like banging the audience over the head with. Here's a reference to the thing from before. <laughs> We're legit. I have to admit, Jack Black was outstanding. Oh, in, yeah. In King Kong. He was oh. so fucking good. God, yeah. It was it was creepy and 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 fun and exciting and yeah, completely unrelated to this one. They're just it's a different King Kong. <sighs> I think. Okay. Well, I'm not doing homework, so just fucking forget it. <laughs> All right. Glad I talked you out of that. I just saved you two two hours. Those are billable hours. <laughs> All right. All right. See you next time. And